Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Terrina. Welcome to OAA Now here. I'm Sammy Terrina, blogger of the um, Dragons, then blogger of the um, Dragons, a blogger of the Dragons Insider, blogger of the new Sammy State blog, and also the um, blogger of Inside the OAA, and one of the hosts between Terrina's and Oriental Television. Like welcome our friends hearing us on the local voice on SoundCloud and also those watching us on um, Orient Neighborhood Television. We got a very good show to talk about this week. A lot of football recaps and of course looking at heading looking at the previous hang into week four, which I call as rivalry week. Um a lot of action occurred um for week three, recapping a lot of the football action, of course. We've also had a lot of volleyball action as well. Um, but we're gonna talk football a lot today. Um and I think, you know, there was a lot of a lot of teams, of course, um, who played very well on Friday night. And also um, some teams that, um, of course, we had that one game Saturday night, of course, with Lake Orton, Rochester, Adams, because of the power outage um, situation um, occurring from last Friday's storms. Um, so we'll, um, we'll recap all those games. And, of course, we'll preview also the um, rivalry weeks for um, football as well. So let's look at... Um, Let's look at the week three recap. Um, of course, when you look at the um, games this week, um, of course, of course, when you look at week three, and if you're three and zero, you're in a really good spot. If you're two and one, you're okay. If you're one and two, you're um, you got some work to do. And then if you're zero and three, you got um, you could be in some trouble. So when you look at the teams that um from last week um i've been really impressed with um of course groves um had no problem with rochester of course rochester's defense has been in shambles um groves beat rochester 42 nothing um groves just used the rochester game as a prep to get ready for um this week's game with oak park and i think when you look at groves you have marcus alexander you have kobe taylor um of course, um, but those those two guys had really big games against Rochester. Um, so when I look at Groves, this is a team that they're going to be a very dangerous team, and this is a football team that I think is going to be, you know, and a lot of people look at this game with Oak Park going to be the white title. Um, and I think, you know, Grove's looking very impressive right now. Um, we're going to see what they're made of, especially with Oak Park. I mean, speaking of Oak Park, I mean, I got to get this off my chest. I really got to get this one off my chest. And it's the Clarkson defense. Um, this is the first time that I've seen Clarkson give up over 60. I have never seen a Clarkson defense give up over 60. And they gave up 64 to Oak Park. Now, yes, the game was a lot closer than people thought it was. Um, but Oak Park put up 60 on them, 60. And I think there's a lot of, a lot of problems with Clarkson. I really think that there is a lot of trouble with that program brewing. And I think that's behind the scenes. I know when you look at Clarkston, this team really needs Garrett Dillinger to play both sides of the ball not just off on the offensive side of the ball. And I know all the politicking going on around there. I know what's going on over there. But when you look at Clarkston right now, they've got some problems. They, they really do have problems. And 
I think when you look at the Wolves defensively, I mean, this is a team that they they gave up 28 to A&T, 7 to Bloomfield Hills, and now 64 to Oak Park. That's insane. That's insane. That's 99 points in three games. That's just insane. Um, and now you got to look at Clarkson's schedule. They got they got um West Bloomfield this week in the Swamp. That's gonna be a very tough game. Um, and then you got to play um, and you still got to play Southfield, Oxford, Lake Orion, and Adams. Those are three, not those are four not easy games. And the fact that now you got to look at possibly. I mean, you got to look at, and you only playing eight games. That's tough, especially because now you have got your back behind the wall. Yes, Mike DePillo had a really good game. Yes, Matt Miller had a really good game. Yes, um, Parkinson had a good game. But you got a big problem on that defensive side of the football. And you got some good offenses you got to still play. And you have got, and I think personally, you've got to put Garen Dillinger on the defense side of the ball. You've got to make him play both ways. Because if you don't, I don't know if this team's going to be a playoff team. <laughs> people have asked me about Clarkson. People have, people have told me about Clarkson. What's going on with the Wolves? I mean, I can tell you what's going on right now. I mean, they're scoring. I mean, they're scoring a lot. They're just giving up a lot, and and it's they're in a they're in a tough spot right now. I think Clarkson's in a really tough spot. They're in a lot of trouble right now. Let's look at Oak Park. Oak Park's a team that I think the Knights are in a really really good position right now. Their quarterback situation I worried about before the season started. Now Frank Black has taken over the reins there. And he has done a wonderful job. He has he he has put his stamp on the offside side of football. That says a lot. That really says a lot. Um, and of course you have players like Enzo Jennings. You have um, you have um this this Oak Park team. They're very good. They are very good, and. That Groves Oak Park game in Night Valley this week, that's going to be really insane. That's going to be really insane. I mean, but if I'm Coach Greg Carter, I got to address that defense a little bit. 41's too much. 41 points is too much. What saved Oak Park in that game was the fact that they scored 27 unanswered points. That was the difference. They put up 20, uh, 24 unanswered points. That was your difference. And Oak Park cannot have that, especially against a team like Groves, who's a very good defensive team, well coached under Brendan Flaherty. You got, if you're Oak Park, you got to clean that up. You really got to clean that up. A team that I've been really impressed with also has been Stony Creek. Stony Creek, after a really tough loss to, um, to um, Seaholm two weeks ago, I mean, they have, they have found their way back. Um, they are two and one. I mean, now yes, they got a tough schedule brewing, 
but they're two and one, looking really good right now. Um, just blew out Troy Athens 42-7 on their home field. Um, wearing um, I believe Dutton Farms jerseys they were wearing. Um, so when I look at Stony Creek, this is a good football team. This is a very good football team. They work hard. And I think that's a huge credit to Nick Merlo. Nick Merlo's put a stamp on this program and on this school. He brought in the Armor Up community. He brought in the Armor Up team. And the kids, the community have bought it. They bought it. I really like Eckhout, their quarterback. I, I think Eckhout is a really good player. He has done a wonderful, wonderful job. Um, and, of course, you have Zach Denna. I believe the, um, their um, running back, he's done a really good job as well. He's had, he's had some big games as well. Um, but I think Denna, Eckhout, has done a wonderful job with, that, with Stony Creek. Um, they produced, they bought into the armor up culture, and Stony Creek right now is reaping the benefits. Now, people are going to ask me, well, who has Stony Creek played? Who has Stony Creek played? They beat Utica Ford, who just beat Utica the other night. Um, and then you beat Troy Athens. Of course, Troy Athens, people are going to say, well, Troy Athens' um, schedule was not as strong. That's true, but... You know, for Stony Creek, this is a good spot for them. This week, they got Troy. Um, and that's going to be a really interesting game right there. Um, when I look at the Colts, they've got some problems. We're going to talk about them in a minute. But Stony Creek, um, this is a team that really has um, everything going. And if they have everything going in all cylinders, especially in that back end of the schedule, which is going to be really difficult because you got to play, because um, they've got to play Groves, Oak Park, Oxford, and Adams. That, and that's not going to be easy for Stony Creek. And then he's got Rochester as well in there. And, of course, Rochester and Stony Creek, you know, that's a game. I know that Merlo's schedule is circled because that's his return back to Rochester where he was an assistant, and he taught it at him. And he also taught at him at Rochester. So... That's going to be really interesting when Stony Creek plays Rochester. Um, let's look at let's look at other teams here. I mentioned um, let's look at the um, a team I was really disappointed with was Berkeley. Um, Berkeley really infuriated me with the way they played on um, Friday night against Royal Oak. Um, I didn't think that I didn't think Berkeley had a good game plan against Royal Oak. I mean, just I was disappointed in Sean Shields' game plan. I was really disappointed. But Royal Oak had a ton of injuries coming in that game. And the fact that I thought Berkeley played a more tougher schedule than Royal Oak. They did. And this team just let them off the hook. You let them score 17. I mean, and the fact that you're now 0-3, you gotta go to... um. Pontiac Northern Prep, who just played, who just put 38 on Dearborn Divine Child. That's brutal. That's tough. It's going to be tough. So, it's hard for me to describe Berkeley right now. Really hard to describe Berkeley right now. Um, Avondale looks very good. Um, they blew up Pontiac 52-0. Um, 
Yeah, I really don't see any issues with the Yellow Jackets. Um, Corey Bell's done a wonderful job with that team. Um, really don't see any issues. Pontiac, I just feel bad for. I mean, I just feel bad for him. I just, I just do. Um, they're gonna, they're just going moving along. You know what I mean? That's, that's all I got to do. You know, that's all I got to do. So I feel bad for Pontiac. I, I really do. Avondale, you know, as mentioned, of course, in that game, it's just, it was domination by the Yellow Jackets, just straight out domination. But Pontiac did have some bright moments, so I got to give Pontiac a lot of credit. I got to give they had some bright moments in that game, but Avondale showing why they could spoil the Farmington party. They could spoil it, you know. When I look at North Farmington, I really wasn't impressed with them against Ferndale. Um, Ferndale North Farmington won twenty two nothing. The Raiders. 3-0, I think, for the first time, I believe, since 2003. That says a lot. Um, where that program's been. Um, Ferndale, I think, is in a lot of trouble when you look at the Eagles. I mean, this is a football team that's got some big, big problems. I mean, I said Ferndale last week with Ian and myself, they had to win this game. They had to win this game. They didn't. So now they sit at one and two in real danger. They're in real danger missing the playoffs. And I know Eric Royal. I know um I know Eric Royal. I mean, they have to win week this week's game at Farmington. They have to win that game. If not, especially with that schedule, having to play Allen Park, Bermuda Detroit Country Day. Um and then Avondale on the on the plate. That's that's not going to be easy. That's not going to be easy for um Ferndale. That's really not. Um, <clears throat> when I look at when I look at the blue, of course, I, we talked North Farmington a little bit. I talked to Avondale. The team that I was really most impressed with in the blue this week was Farmington. Farmington went down to Ypsilanti. They went down there, played Ipsy Lincoln, played them tough. Beat them 35-14. They shut the running back down, which was very huge because he was very instrumental in the two wins against Adrian Tecumseh. Um, so when I look at when I look at um at um Farmington, they got a two quarterback system with Steve Guerrero and Max Martin. Um Martin's had a really big impact with that team. Um and they're in this game they played without Jordan Turner. Who had a foot injury. That says a lot about where Coach, Coach Corey Sroche's team's been. They're 3-0. and Looking really good right now. Um, they go back in the league play. Play Ferndale this week. Um, Farmington's a team that... If, if Ypsilanti Lincoln keeps winning games, I think, they're gonna, I think that, that'll help them come playoff time. Now, when I look at possible playoff scenarios... We'll go over that um in a couple weeks because when I'm looking at that blue right now, um, and I'm looking at that blue division, and I don't know if the blue's gonna get teams like North Farmington, Farmington, Avondale ready. I just don't know if they're gonna get them ready. Because when I look at that blue right now, there's clearly three playoff teams. Clearly, right now. And that is Farmington, North Farmington, and Avondale. Those are three teams right now. Um, 
I mean, when I look at when I look at those teams, and you know, when I look at um, when I look at um, Pontiac, Pontiac struggling, Royal Oaks been struggling, Berkeley struggling. Um, those three teams, they have been they they've really struggled, and and of course, Ferndale's also struggling. So. You know, and that's saying a lot right now when you look at the blue right now. It's basically a three-team race between Farmington, North Farmington, and Avondale. So I'm curious to see how, the, how that division is going to play out. The white, basically, it's Groves and Oak Park. I mean, it's Groves and Oak Park basically playing. It's basically, it's those two teams, and then it's everybody else. I mean, Stony Creek's a team that, Seahome's clearly your third-place team. Seahome I've been really impressed with. Um... Beat Troy 44-0. Troy, Seahome's a team that they don't have a lot of depth, but the players they have are very, very good. And I think that's a credit Coach Jim G. Wall on this team. I think it's a huge credit to where that team's been. Now, they played that game at 8 o'clock on on Friday. It was Troy's homecoming. Um, So when I look at Seahome, they got Rochester this week. Um, I don't think there's going to be any issue with them. I really don't think that. Um, speaking of Rochester, you know, I can understand Rochester's played three tough opponents. I can understand that. They played Adams. They played Groves. They played Oak Park. Um, now you got Seahome. And then you still got to play. Um, you still got to play Lake Orion and Stony Creek. My Lord. That's not easy. That is not an easy slate. I mean, it's it's hard to describe how many points Rochester's been giving up. It's been it's hard to describe. You know, when you look at when you look at with um Adams week one, they gave over sixty. Week two, they gave up fifty three. And then last week forty two. So and now you got Seaholm, who is a mirror image of Adams. They're just a mirror image of Adams. I think Coach Eric Vernon's team's got problems defensively. Um, so we're going to see what happens um, with Rochester. But this is a must-win game for Rochester. And it's going to be a tough task. It clearly is going to be a very tough task. Let's talk Troy now. I mean, I don't know what to say about this team. The fact that they have not scored a point this year. They are giving up a ton of points. That's, it's, it's hard to describe. When you look at that offense, they have not scored. They have not scored a point. And you still got to play Oak Park. You still got to play Groves. And you still got to play, um, you know, that's brutal. That's brutal. It's, Troy's in a really tough spot. They really are. Um. And I know that team, I know Coach Chris Frazier's trying to do the best he can with that team, but they have got to find something offensively. They have got to. I mean, three games without scoring a point, it's hard. And I can imagine how those kids at Troy High are feeling, especially the football players. You know, they've got to be just sick their stomach. You know, they've got to find something. They've got to find something that can that can just get them motivated. 
They've got to. I mean, you look at the school up the road on John R. and Troy Athens. You know, they've, they've got something. And then last week it came all back to earth with Troy Athens. I mean, I mean, Troy, they've got to find, um, they've got to find that they got to find a place where they are comfortable. And if they can find it, who knows where this team's going to go? Who knows? But Troy, they're in a tough spot. Really, really tough spot. Um, let's go Troy Athens. Of course, we mentioned um, everything was going good for Troy Athens until last week, some 42-7 debacle of Stony Creek. Um, you know, it's hard to describe what happened that game. Um, it just, everything just went wrong for the Red Hawks in that game. Everything just went wrong. Um, so when I look at Athens, um, this is a team, you know, they got two wins right now, but I think if you're coach Billy Keenis, you gotta be very careful. You gotta be very careful with this team because Troy Athens, you know, they've got a tough schedule coming up. They still got to play Groves Oak Park and Oak Park. Um, they got Pontiac Northern prep to close out the year. That's going to be a very tough game. Um, but I think right now Oak Park's in a really, really um tough spot. I I know sorry, Athens in a really tough spot. Um if they can get and they got a and they got a I'm talking with A and T this week. And we're gonna talk red in a minute. Um but with Athens, I think it's a team that's got they're I think, you know, they gotta keep trusting Billy Keenis in a, in the process. They gotta keep trusting him. If they can, you know, I think they're going to be fine. But they've got to, they've got to, um, they got to let this last week's game go. They got to let this game go and focus on a and People are going to, uh, people, I know people at Troy Athens are going to say, whoa, A&T, you know, they got all these athletes, you know what I mean? That they're, um, they're tough to beat. Please, please. Athens has a chance in this game. They have a chance in this game. I mean, they're going to have to play well, but we're going to see what happens. We're going to see what happens. But if I'm Athens, I'm not pressing the panic button. I really am not. So my thoughts on the white um, are this. Groves Oak Park are the two, um, are the two front runners. Um, you have Seaholm third, Stony Creek fourth. Um, I think Athens fifth. Rochester six, Troy seven right now. That's very interesting. That is a really interesting spot. Um, but we'll see what happens. See what happens. Let's go to the red. Um, I talked Clarkson earlier a little bit with their defense. And of course, um, the defense lost 64 points last week to um, Oak Park. Um, they have a very tough schedule looming. Um, when I look at the game's recap last week, um, I thought the Lake Orion Adams game was a really good game. I thought it was, I thought the officiating was really bad. Especially against Lake Orion. But um, when I look at the play, when I look at Lake Orion, this is a team that has found some balance. They found some balance. You know, when you look at 
when you look at, of course, you have Blaze Lauer at quarterback. You have um, Kobe Mantle run the ball. Um, you have Drew Van Heck, what a huge game against Adams. Um, but if there's a kid you got to watch, it's Sam Sturridge. I think Sam Sturridge is going to have an impact. He hasn't had a big game yet. But it'll be interesting to see what happens. But, and also Mitchell Howell's had a big game. He's had a couple, he's had a couple big games as well. So, but when I look at Lake Orion, this offense last two weeks has averaged over 37 points a game. Actually, take that back. Not 37 points a game. Um, they've averaged 36.5 points a game. That's in two games. That's very good. That is very good. Defensively, with this group, kind of want to give them a pass for week three. Um, the 31 points, a little too much. But I think defensively, this team's going to be fine. I think that defensively, this defense right now, yes, they've got to fix some things on that side of the football. But, you know, it's hard to defend a veer. It is very hard to defend a veer. So give Lake Orion's defense a pass. I, I give him a pass. Adams, you know, when you look at Adams, their score, I mean, I was surprised Anthony Petrino came back um, and played in that game. I was really surprised. Um, of course, last week he was taken out. I mean, like this week he was, last week he was taken out on a stretcher. Against Oxford, he was taken out on a stretcher. Now he comes back and plays and plays this week. Um, he got a touchdown in that game, in that game, but when I look at Adams, you know, um, I'm not pressing the panic button on this team. I'm not pressing the panic button on Rochester Adams because this is a football team. I think is going to make some noise. And especially if this team, I mean, when I look at Adams, this is clearly a playoff team in my mind. Um, yes, they got a very tough schedule. They've got to go to A&T. They got to go. They got Clarkson coming to Adams. They have, and of course, and um, they do close out with Stony Creek on the road. So when I look at, and they have to go to West Bloomfield. So a tough slate looming for Adams. Um, but anytime you got to deal with that beer, it is so hard to defend. It is very hard to defend. Now, what I didn't like was Petrito's antics to Paula Pache. I really didn't like him. I really didn't like the antics. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, you're two and one. You're fine. You got Bloopy Hills this week. Um, we're going to preview the um, week four games coming up. But I'm not pressing the panic button on abs. Really, I'm not. Um, let's look at Oxford now. Um, Oxford sits at one and two. Big game for them this week. Your home opener against Lake Orion. Um, Drew Carpenter played some running back along with Michael Pullman. Of course, um, Oxford relying on Pound the Rock. Um, of course, making the move with um, Brody Carpenter playing quarterback. That's a, that's very interesting. Um, curious to see how that experience is going to work. Now, yes, Oxford sits at one and two, but don't press the panic button on the Wildcats. I think it's a fine football team. I think they're going to be fine. Um, 
when I look at Oxford, um, the schedule is going to get really tough. You got to play West Bloomfield. They got West Bloomfield at home. They got to go to Southfield. They got to go to um, Oak Park. Um, you know, that's not going to be easy, easy games. And then you got Stony Creek also coming to um, Oxford. So when I look at Oxford, you know, this the tough part of the schedule is coming up. And it starts this week with Lake Orion. I mean, it's going to be very interesting um, in that one. Um, yes, they played a really tough schedule. Of course, they played Romeo. Um, Romeo's a very good team. Adams, we know what they have. Um, and then last week, of course, winning 42-21 or Bloomfield Hills. Um, they still got some issues that they got to address. Um, but I think on the long term, I think Oxford's going to be a team nobody wants to see. I really don't. I really think so. Um, let's look at Bloomfield Hills now. Um, Bloomfield Hills, a team that, um, yes, they lost Tanner Sosinski. He got hurt. Um, he was carted off. Um, but prior to that, Booby Hills looked very good. I mean, they had, um, Zelensky had, had a huge touchdown to Alec Ward um, early. Um, they also had a couple big runs for touchdowns. Um, so when I look at Booby Hills, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what happens to them. They got Adams this week. Um, that's going to be a very tough matchup, especially if Zelensky cannot go against Adams. Um, if Bloomfield Hills, especially because its schedule looming, is very difficult. I mean, as mentioned, and I think this team could be a very, this is a very interesting team to keep on. Very, very interesting team. They really are. Um, let's go from Bloomfield Hills to West Bloomfield. Um, West Bloomfield picked up a big seventeen-eight win over um A and T the other game on Friday night. Um, penalty filled game. I think Southfield A&T is probably the most undisciplined team I've seen. Very undisciplined. Um, I was reading Twitter and just couldn't, was astonished how many penalties South, both teams committed, especially against a, especially on A&T's part. Because when you look at, if you're, you got to have discipline. If you want, if you want to be a playoff team, you got to have discipline. You got to have discipline. And when I look at A&T in particular, not as much the case of West Bloomfield, but A&T especially, you got to just, you got to keep your emotions in check. You got to make sure, you got to also understand, you know, you, you can't afford these type of penalties because if you're, because these are penalties that are going to come back and bite you. And when I look at A&T's case, the penalties have hurt them. It hurt them in the loss of Lake Orion, and it hurt them in the loss to um, West Bloomfield. A&T scored 15 points in two weeks. They scored 28 against Clarkston. So that tells me this team's got issues. This team's got some problems. They've got to address those. West Bloomfield's case, you know, 17 points, you know, it's hard. Any league, league win is huge for West Bloomfield. But you know you're going to have to score more than 17 against Clarkson. 
And I know, and I know a quote from Ron Bellamy. They're going to take Clarkson extremely seriously because West Bloomfield has lost to Clarkson in the last two years. So when I look at West Bloomfield, you know, I think West Bloomfield's in a better spot right now. Yes, they're two and one, but I think they're fine. I won't press the panic button on. So those are my thoughts on all 21 teams right now as we speak. Recapping what happened last week. Um, I want to preview the week four games heading into the week. Um, I'm going to go from the blue, then the white, and the red. Um, the first game we're going to start with is this is um, Berkeley at Pontiac Notre Dame Prep. Pontiac Notre Dame Prep looked very good last week. They looked very good in a 38 nothing win against Hubert Devon Chavez. They got a very good quarterback. Berkeley, I don't know where they're at. I really don't know where this team is at right now. I really do not know where they are at. And the Berkeley Bears, they, they lost to Royal Oak last week, 17-7. Um, and now you got to go on the road and play a Pontiac Notre Dame prep team that is hungry after missing the playoffs last year, finishing 4-5. and five. And you're on the road. That's not going to be an easy slate. That's not going to be an easy slate. So when I look at Berkeley right now, I think they're in some trouble heading, heading down there to Pontiac to take on Pontiac Notre Dame Prep. Um, actually, they're heading up there to Pontiac to take on Pontiac Notre Dame Prep. I think Berkeley's got some problems right now. I really do. Um, let's look at another game we got. is um, Avondale taking on Royal Oak. Um, game's at Royal Oak. Um, this one could be a sneaky good game. And the reason why I say a sneaky good game is because Roy Oaks played Avondale tough. You know, Avondale's got a lot of athletes when you look at them, um, when you look at, of course, with what they've got. Roy Oaks coming off a 17-7 win against Berkeley. But I think Avondale and Berkeley are two different opponents for Roy Oak. I really think so. Um... Avondale is coming off a win against Pontiac, beat Troy. I think this is going to be a test to see where they're at. Um, Royal Oak, they played Lakeview, got whooped um, in that one. Um, got whooped by North Farmington. And then, of course, um, and then, of course, last week, it's win against Berkeley. So, when I look at Royal Oak, I think this is a, a, um, a bar game for them. I really think this is like a um to see where they're at if they're um if they're trending up, trending up, if they're trending down. And I think, you know, especially playing against a team like Avondale, um we're going to see what happens. We're going to see what happens there. Um another game to keep an eye on is Farmington and Ferndale. Um for Ferndale, this is a extremely must win game for them. Farmington is coming off a big win at Ypsilanti Lincoln without Jordan Turner. Now they're back home, back in league competition. And this is a team that is very dangerous right now. And if you're Ferndale, you've got to find sort of off, some sort of offense. You've got to find an offense. 
if you can find an offense in that game, I'm going to tell you. I think I think that if, if Ferndale can find some offense, especially at the receiving core, I think this team's going to be fine. Yes, they got a very tough schedule looming. And yes, Farmington's got a heck of a defense. It's going to be a tough task. But if you're Eric Royal, you know, you've been here before. You've played against the likes of Detroit Martin Luther King. You've played the likes of Oak Park. I mean, you, and you've played the likes of Warren DSL. I mean, like, those three teams, you know, you've played them. You've seen them. So, you got, you know what you're going to be going through. You got your backs against the wall, and now you're going to have to, you got to play. You're going to have to come out and play. Because your schedule is very brutal after your your schedule is going to be very very brutal. You still got to play Avondale. You got to play Allen Park. You got to play the Bermuda Detroit Country. Those are three not easy games. Farmington, we know where they're at. I mean, they got two big games looming. Two of them. They got Avondale, and then they got um North Farmington. Speaking of North Farmington, they play Pontiac this week. You know, at Wisner. I feel real bad for Pontiac. I really do. Um, North Farmington right now, this is not the same Raider team that Pontiac was very competitive with the last two years. This is not the same North Farmington team. Um, of course, the Raiders coaching staff, of course, you have the um, under Coach John Hursting there. Um, the players have been much improved. Um, it's going to be a tough task for Pontiac at Wisner. It's going to be a really, really tough task. Um, I That game could get really ugly real quick. That game could get really, really ugly. Um, so we'll see what happens there. We'll see what happens there. So those are the blue games this week. Um, let's go to the white. Um, starting with um, Stony Creek and Troy. Now, this has become a rivalry as of late. Troy's won the last two meetings, including last season's um, 27-21 victory over at Stony Creek. Um, and then, of course, two years ago, Troy won 7-3. Stony Creek's a much different team now than they were last year. Um, and when I look at the um, Cougars, you know, they have really improved. Really, really improved. And this is a football team that you got to really, really keep an eye on. Um, Stony Creek is a very, they are a sleeping giant waiting to wake up. I mean, they sh this team, they believe they should be 3-0 right now. They believe they should be 3-0. Now they're taking on a Troy team that has not scored a point in three, in, in, in three games. They have not scored a point. And last week they were shut out 44 nothing by Seaholm. They lost 42 nothing to Troy. And then 22 nothing to Avondale. So, I don't know if I see Troy scoring a point in this game against Stony Creek. And Troy still has to play Oak Park and Groves. That's tough. That's tough. Um, and now let's go to a... um. Let's, we, had, we have um, Rochester and Seaholm this week in the Maple Forest. Um, Rochester, 
defensively. This is they they got problems on the defense side of football. It's not even that's not even a question. Taking on a Sea Home team right now is running on all cylinders. They're playing very well. Even though they're not the deepest team, they got football players. Rochester, you know, this is a team that defensively has got problems. So when I look at Rochester, I mean, they've got to get their defense shored up. They've got to fix that defense. And right now, yes, you played a very tough schedule. I get that. You played, you played Adams. You played Groves. You played Oak Park. That's not easy. But you got to get that defense short up, especially against Seahome, a team that's very near similar to Adams. Seahome runs that veer. It's going to be a tough task. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens there. Um, we got Troy Athens taking on Southfield A&T. Um, we don't know where Athens' head's at after losing 42-7 to Stony Creek. We don't know where their heads are at. Stony Creek just exposed them. They exposed them. A&T, they've got some problems of their own. They've scored 15 points in two weeks. 15 points. They played, yes, they played Lake Orion and West Bloomfield. But for a team that does a lot of talking on social media, I think it's, I, th- that team should not be talking on social media. They should not. Because, you know, you sit one and two, you sit one and two, you shouldn't be talking. And you got a tough schedule ahead of you. So, I've been, when I look at A&T, disappointing and not surprised kind of put them together for me, um, where I have this team at. Um, and in their game, and then, of course, your offense has not produced well. You have not, you've, if you scored 15 total points last two weeks, that's not good. That is not good. Athens, on the other hand, we're gonna see where they're. We're gonna see where they're at. We're gonna see where they're at with them. We're gonna see where they're at. And then you have the big game in the white. Groves at Oak Park. Groves last week looked very good. Put forty-two up on Rochester. Oak Park. We knew what they did. We did. They put up fifty-three to Rochester two weeks ago. 64 to Clarkston. Their offense is legit. Their offense is very good. However, the last two meetings between the Knights and the Falcons, it's been a defensive struggle. And I expect this game will be a defensive struggle. Both teams have athletes on both sides of football. Both these two teams are very good teams. I expect both these two teams to make long playoff runs course both teams will likely be in division two so when i look at when i look at Groves's case i mean you had that big win two weeks ago against west bloomfield now you gotta go and play um oak park likely for the white title on the line and you're looking 
you're looking good. I mean, like, you're looking pretty good. But this is going to be the test. This is going to be the test. If you're Oak Park, you know, this is the test yourself. Because you guys have been very close with Groves. And I expect it to be a close, low-scoring game. And Oak Park went into Beverly Hills and beat them last year. 13-7. So, if I'm Groves, I think there's more pressure on Groves than there is on Oak Park. But if you're Oak Park, <laughs> this is a big game for you as well. Because if you win this game, it's going to set you up. Because I, I think both these teams are going to get multiple home playoff games this year. Multiple. So, it's a big game around the state. It's a big game around the state. Huge, huge game. Huge game. So, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens when Oak Park um, takes on Groves. I mean, there's going to be a lot of sports writers down there. Um, it's going to be packed over at Night Valley. And that game's a 6 o'clock kickoff. So, make sure, fans, you get down to Night Valley early if you're going down to Oak Park. Because that is a 6 o'clock kickoff. Now let's go from the white to the red. We already talked the A&T's match with Troy Athens. Um, mentioned I already talked A&T already. Um, rivalry, rivalry week in the red. I mean, if you also count, technically rivalry week in the whole league, but, but here's some rivalry games to get to know, especially in the red. Um, the first one we're going to talk about is um, Adams taking on Bloopy Hills. Adams has won the last two meetings since Bloopy Hills. Um, Two years ago, it was 54-14. Last season, 24-21 on a very controversial call that um, went Adams' way in that game. Um, so, Bloomby Hill should be really motivated. But now, the question comes, how is Tanner Sosinski? Because he got hurt last week in their 42-21 loss to Oxford. If he's not playing in that game, I expect this game to be a blowout. Um, Adams, they're gonna be they're coming in really upset after losing 36-31 to Lake Orion. Um they have won their both their games at home. They've averaged over forty, over forty-nine points in those two games at home against Rochester and Oxford. And they've been scoring late. They've been scoring a bunch of points. I mean, they put up they put up over 60 against Rochester, 31 against Oxford, 31 against Lake Warren. And that says a lot to what Adams is offensively. You got a quarterback in Carter Farish. You have Anthony Petrito. You have Parker Picot, who um who um had a big game last week against Lake Orion, scoring seven, going for a 71-yard touchdown pass. Um, you have playmakers. Adams has playmakers. And like I said, if Tanner Sosinski is not playing, this is a blowout. If he's playing, I think it's a little bit closer, but I think Adams is the better team on paper. They are the better team. And we know Adams is going to be motivated 
and they're going to be coming in with a really bad move. Um, let's go now to West Bloomfield Clarkston. Can you just imagine how big this game is for Clarkston? They're one and two right now, playing eight game schedule. Have a tough schedule after that. I mean, I talked Clarkston earlier in this podcast. We I talked Clarkston. The fact that this team has problems, especially on the defense side of the ball. This team's got big problems. And when I look at Clarkston, you know, this is a must, must, must win game for them. Because if they go one and three, they're in some trouble. Especially when you look at that schedule. You got to go to Oxford. You got to go. You got to go to Adams. You got Southfield, Lake Orion coming to your place. But this is a game you really need. You really need this game. If you're West Bloomfield, you should be motivated yourselves too because West, because you've lost the last two meetings to Clarkson, including last year's 28-25 game. And then, of course, you they remember the state championship game a year, two years, I mean, like, Two years ago where they lost three to two. And that was prior to West Bloomfield basically destroying Clarkston the last time those two teams went in the swamp. Now Clarkston has been the swamp this year. They played in that kickoff classic against AT, where they just they did not look very good in that game. Clarkston last week gave up 64 points. That is the most they have ever allowed. That's the most they've ever allowed. I know the last time they allowed this much was 56 points in 1999 against Macomb, Dakota. I know they allowed 49 back in not back in 2000 and um back in 2008 against Southfield Lathrop. So when I look at Clarkston, you know, defensively this team's got issues. They've got some issues, and now they're playing against. An A&T team against a West Bloomfield team loaded with tons of D1 talent, you know, and they're coming off a tough 17-8 win at Southfield last week. So when I look at Clarkson, when I look at Clarkson, they have to win this game because it's not going to get any easier from here on out. If you're West Bloomfield, you know, you got enough motivation against Clarks. You're going against a team, a program that has won three state titles in seven years. That's going to be a challenge. That's going to be a big, big challenge. But you're at home. You're in the swamp. You know, you're going to have your fans right there. Clarkson has to travel. That's not going to be an easy game for Clarkson. For West Bloomfield, keep doing what you're doing. I think you're fine. Then you have Lake Orion and Oxford. If you're a Dragon fan, um, you better be motivated to what happened last year. You were humiliated 28-7. You lost to Oxford last year in football, boys basketball, girls basketball, baseball. I mean, 
mean, like, but this is a whole new year. Whole new year. But if you're a Lake Orion fan, you better be motivated for this game. You know Oxford's going to be geeked. You know they're going to be excited. It's their first home game. There's going to be a lot of raw emotion. There's going to be a ton of emotion. It's a rivalry game. You know? So when I look at Lake Orion and Oxford, you know, it's who wants it more. Who wants it more? You throw the records out the window. You throw those records out the window. It's going to be a drag-out, smash-mouth football game. Both those teams, I mean, like, it's going to be a battle in the trenches. When I look at this game on paper, I mean, Lake Orion last year had issues with Drew Carpenter. They had a ton of problems with Drew Carpenter. Um, now I heard they moved in the running back. And now they have Brady Carpenter at quarterback. Yeah, Michael Pullman. Both Drew Carpenter and Pullman were huge last week against um, Bloomfield Hills. But I'm curious to see what Oxford's going to do, especially their bread and butter has always been pound the rock. But they have ransom option, a.k.a. last year. Um, and then, on Lake Orient's case, you're 3-0. and You played a brutal schedule. You beat, you beat three very good football teams. You beat a very good Lapeer team week one. Then you destroy an, a South Bay Arts and Tech team. And then you had to beat a very good Rochester Adams team. When you look at Lake Orion, you know, but I like what they said on social media after Saturday night. I like what they said. You know? They didn't get too um too hyped about themselves. They didn't get too hyped about them. They just focused on next game up. Because when you look at that game with Lake Orion and Oxford, it is a rivalry game. It is a rivalry game. And it's going to be a heck of a battle between those two teams. You can throw the records out the window, as I mentioned. Yes, Oxford's coming in at one and two. Yes, they've had some tough losses. They lost a tough one to Romeo. They lost a tough one to Adams two weeks ago. But that win against Boopy Hills is huge for them because it helps, because it gives them their confidence. If you're Lake Orion, you know, you're going on the road. But I think Lake Orion's been a better team on the road than they've been at Dragon Stadium. And that says a lot. I mean, last season, of course, Lake Orion won three big games on the road to get in the playoffs. They won at Southfield A&T, one at Adams, and one at Monroe. So this team has been battle-tested on the road. And, and this year, they went to Lapeer, hostile environment, won that game there. Um, so this is going to be a really interesting game between Lake Orion and Oxford. Really interesting game. My picks for this week, um, for this week's, um, my picks for this week, I'm going to go um, blue first and white and red. Um, then I'm going to call it a, um, call a show for the week. Um, I'm going to go, um, blue. I'm going to go Notre Dame prep over Berkeley. Um, I'm going to go, um, Farmington over Ferndale, North Farmington over Pontiac and Avondale over Royal Oak. Um, and then the white, I'm going to go, um, 
Stony Creek over Troy. Seymour Rochester. Um, I'm going to take Oak Park over Groves this week. And I'm going to take um, A&T over Athens. In the red, as mentioned, that said A&T over Athens. Um, West Bloomfield over Clarkston. Um, Adams over Bloomfield Hills. And then Lake Orion over Oxford. Those are my picks for the week. So, we'll see what happens going forward um, this week on the podcast. Um, we're going to keep an eye on everything. Um, other sports, we'll recap briefly. Um, volleyball, of course, we had the Amphartos Mercy Tournament. Um, we had the um, Novi Tournament. Um, Stony Creek ended up winning the um, Novi Tournament. Um, and then um, you had the Amphartos um, Mercy Tournament. Of course, Lake Orion had a really good showing there. Um, Oxford had a good showing. Bloomby Hills. Had a good showing as well. So volleyball season off to a very good start. If you want to take a look at the top teams in each of the sports that I have, they're on my um, blog at Sammy Semicolon Termina Blogspot.com. My top 10 teams for each each of the sports. Um ranging from foot ranging, ranging from volleyball, boy soccer, um, swim and dive, um, golf, um, Basically, all, in cross-country, basically all those sports, you know, I have a top 10 rankings um, on that one as well. If you want to take a look at, at the official state rankings, I just posted a new blog this week called the Sammy State, um, state Blog. Of course, I'll be keeping an eye on the, um, my top 30 this week around the state. Um, also, um, also, um, you got um, also keeping an eye on other leagues around the, um, across the entire state as well, so it, you can take a look at that blog. It's at um, SD46 at blogspot.com. Um, if you want to look at the state rankings that I have this week, of course, um, it's on that blog as well. So so we'll see what happens going forward there um, heading into the week. Okay, everybody, I'm going to sign off here. Um, take care, everybody. I um, wish everybody the best of luck this week in week number four for football and also in, all the, in the other sports as well. So this is Amy Tumi here signing off here. Take care. We'll see you all next week, everybody. See you later.